Here's what's happening in your news. I'm John Ryan reporting. No serious injuries were reported Tuesday following a grain truck rollover accident south of Arcadia. According to the Carroll County Sheriff's Office, a deputy was dispatched at approximately 2.36 p.m. to the scene of a crash near the intersection of 220th Street and Delta Avenue. Authorities say a 2013 Peterbilt semi-tractor trailer operated by 52-year-old Larry Lee Leslie of Auburn was traveling south southbound on Delta and drifted onto the west shoulder. The trailer was carrying a, a full load of grain. That slipped into the west ditch and caused the vehicle to overturn. Traffic was blocked for several hours while first responders worked to clear the scene. Leslie reported some possible minor injuries but was not transported for treatment. Damage recorded in the incident is estimated at $100,000. Iowa Attorney General's has off office has announced a settlement with the electronic cigarette maker over the company's advertising. The AG's office says that Jewel Labs has agreed to pay the state $5 million over four years after allegations the company promoted the electronic devices to those under 21 in violation of Iowa's Deceptive Trade Practices Act. The agreement has Jewel sending more than $1 million to the Department of Health and Human Services each of the next four years to help Iowans quit using e-cigarettes, also to fund prevention programs and to help adopt age verification technology. The company has also agreed to change the way it promotes and sells its product here in the state. A $1,000 reward is now being offered for information leading to an arrest in the shooting of a man found dead early Christmas morning in Fort Dodge. The man was identified as 46-year-old Montreal Dungy of Fort Dodge. At the time of the investigate, at, at uh, this time, investigators are continuing to follow up on this homicide. They're asking anyone with information to contact the Webster County Crime Stoppers or the Fort Dodge Police Department. Well, Tom Miller, the longest-serving state attorney general in the U.S. in U.S. history, will be leaving office on January the 1st. You know, I'm not going to fully retire, but I'm going to try and do things part-time, and I'm going to try and do things that, uh, that I enjoy doing, and also take some time off. As, as I said, election night, I've been working pretty much straight uh, since I graduated from law school. Now, Miller's 78 years old. He's from Dubuque, and he graduated from Harvard Law School in 1969. Last month, he lost his campaign for an 11th term. Republican Brenna Byrd will become the Iowa Attorney General on January 2nd. Miller was a lawyer in McGregor and a city attorney for both McGregor and Marquette when he was first elected Attorney General in 1978. I ran the first time as, as a 29-year-old, an idealistic 29-year-old, and uh, the combination of law and and Public policy uh, motivated me to like I could be in a public position and, and still function as a lawyer in a lot of ways. So very attractive office to me then and 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 then now and in between. Miller ran unsuccessfully for governor in 1990, then won re-election as attorney general in 1994. You know, maybe this all this thing uh, worked out worked out right for me that uh, I didn't win that race and came back and had this just incredible tenure as as attorney general. Now, Miller worked on the National Tobacco Settlement in the 1990s and more recently was the lead attorney general who won the legal settlement from multiple states for mortgage lenders and Microsoft. He also argued two cases before the U.S. Supreme Court. It was a, a really strong, good 40 years. I believe that you know, we've had this good staff. They worked hard. We've set priorities. We've tackled a lot of issues. And that I did what I believed was right, that I honored my principles and, and my values.
Miller just completed a year-long term as president of the Bipartisan National Attor Association of Attorneys General. Earlier this month, the group created an annual Unity Award and gave it to Miller, a Democrat, and a Republican attorney general from Idaho, who Miller describes as his best friend. It's just elated for a number of reasons. One, it was, one it was a surprise and a special award. Again, the award was named to honor Miller and outgoing Idaho Attorney General uh, Lawrence Wasden. Well, as we continue to take a look back at the year 2022, we take a look at the top business stories and we check in with Radio Iowa. Radio Iowa, I'm Dar Danielson with a review of some of the top business stories of 2022. The Iowa poultry industry was hit again hard by the bird flu as the first case was confirmed in March in a commercial turkey flock in northwest Iowa's Buena Vista County. Things eased up, but later in the year, cases started appearing again in turkey flocks. Iowa Turkey Federation Executive Director Greta Irwin says industry isn't sure why the cases returned to northwest Iowa. Iowa's turkey farmers really work diligently to protect their turkey flocks from wild birds. More than 15 million commercial and backyard birds were killed in Iowa this year by the outbreak. The grocery industry in Iowa has long pushed for change in the bottle and can deposit law. For the first time in 44 years, lawmakers got changes passed. It allows grocery stores to stop accepting empty bottles and cans and paying deposits. Democrat Senator Joe Bolcom of Iowa City said during debate it'll be a massive windfall to wholesalers who can continue to keep their unredeemed deposits. Iowa consumers will pay for these cans and bottles and they'll never see the money again. What a sweet deal to our, our, our beverage distributors. Republican Senator Jason Schultz of Schleswig voted for the changes. Started with a uh, recognizing what the people of Iowa want. They don't want the, the deposit increase. They don't want that tax on that can to go from a nickel to a dime. They, they want that left alone. Schultz says more to redemption centers will open once per container handling fees are tripled. The 37-year run came to an end as the Iowa legislature approved a plan seven years ago to phase out the Greyhound Parks and Dubuque and Council Bluffs due to decline in the sport nationwide. Dubuque Racing Association President and CEO Alex Dixon credited the community in the early 1980s for taking a chance on bringing Greyhound Racing there. Michigan-based Trinity Health completed its acquisition of the Iowa-based Mercy One Medical System in September. Mercy CEO Bob Ritz says the biggest change involves combining infrastructure, and that'll take two years. Patients will see a uh, marked improvement in our ability to move uh, their information with them wherever they go in our system of care. So we have upwards of 400 locations across Iowa. Ritz says there are no plans to rename Mercy One and they don't anticipate any drop in employee numbers. The parent company of Larson Doors announced in September they're closing its manufacturing plant in the northern Iowa town of Lake Mills, eliminating 200 jobs. They cited continued efforts to mitigate external economic conditions. An iconic Iowa ice cream company was sold. The CEO of Wells Enterprises and Lamar says he doesn't expect much to change with the sale of the family-owned business, which makes Blue Bunny ice cream, to an Italian company. Mike Wells says under the agreement with Ferraro of Italy, then the company will remain a standalone business with offices in Lamar's and 100% autonomy. The Wells name will stand outside of the building. The management team will stay in place. They need all of our employees. The Wells family had owned the business for 109 years. That's Radio Iowa's review of some of the top business stories of 2022. I'm Dar Danielson. And that is a look at what's happening with your news here on KCIM. Weather forecast, things are looking pretty good right through our New Year's holiday. We'll tell you more about that coming up in one minute.